Blog Talk Radio. Those two, no strangers to each other. 
They've had wars, including wars, over the ASWF championship. Then you got Leo Keegan looking to gain a a little bit, a measure of revenge, so to speak, against his one of his opponents this Saturday night. As we all found out, cataclysm behind the dastardly attack that left Leo Keegan laying on social media a couple weeks back. I mean, that right there in and of itself is just mind-blowing, the action that we have already confirmed for this Saturday night, seven days before the anniversary show. I mean, it's going to be crazy, but we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more Aftermath. When we come in back, we're going to have a few guests, and we'll be talking about what's going on this Saturday night live at the anniversary show. Are you looking for the best deals for your vaping needs and accessories? Then check out the guys at Sub-Ohm Vapors. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at Sub-Ohm Vapors located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Little Rock, Arkansas, want to see you. Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. Sub-Ohm Vapors. Vape it like you built it. And obviously the uh, title sponsor of everything here on Talk Radio 49, Sub-Ohm Vapors, and they bring you all this great content we bring you here on Talk Radio 49. It's about dang time you show up. You better have a great excuse for being late. Double J. <laughs> I don't have to have an excuse, Michael. The thing is, I show up when I want to show up. And, when, and you know, I was handling some business. I was on the phone with uh, Bad Brad, and uh, we was taking care of some business there. And I made a phone call to Wolf, and then we all got on three ways. Even really, you, hey, you get me on the air, and now you're going to get me air my business on here. That's nobody's business what we're doing or how, what we're, how we're saying it, what we're doing, or anything. Just keep on just talking about the journey to the anniversary show. Our other pit stop is March 31st, this Saturday night, like you said, at 7 o'clock, right there at the Tuckerman, Arkansas, unfortunately. I hate going down there. I hate seeing you. I hate sitting in here with you. I hate even, even bringing the same concept of air with you, Michael. Well, Double J, speaking of this Saturday night, and speaking of videos being released on the ASWF page, I did an interview with you and your client, so to speak, Mr. Mark Wolf, after the end of the last show. And you said that you were tired, or Mark, excuse me, said you were tired of the mind games and you guys were going to make it all stop and you guys were going to confront Mike face to face, is what I'm getting out of this. What, uh, I'll tell you what, you just shut your mouth right there. Hold it up right there. That's exactly right. This Saturday night, I'm not afraid of. Anybody in the, at the Valley Arena, you know, I, I you might as well start them at the ticket recession over. I'll start slapping every one of the rest of their teeth down their throats. Pay everybody come in, make sure you pay your five dollars, not your food stamps. Hey, stop it, Michael. I'm being serious. I'm telling you right now, not their, not their, not their food stamps, not their, they don't got no money down there, not your, your cents and change. It's five dollar bills, either a whole five dollars or you count out your, your damn one dollar bills. You know, thing. Come on, one. Come see all, because I'm telling you right now, 
The mind games is over. The the the, the messing around. We're just too smart for Mike Eby. I tell you what, Mike. What Wolf will me tell you, and I'm just delivering as the manager. I'm not a competitor. I'm gonna deliver the message what Mike Wolf said to me this week. He said, Mark Anthony. I know, Mike. I can't say it on the air. I know I can't say that word on there. I'm not going to. If you don't have, you know what. To show up in Tuckerman, Arkansas this weekend and you quit hiding in the coattails in the darkness behind you-know-who, you come out behind that curtain, your mind games. You ain't nothing but a hiding, scaredy cat anyway. And everybody knows you're scared of me and you're scared of Mark Wolf. That's what I, I, I said it like. Well, you quit looking at me like it. I'm being serious. The oh, He will have his OMG moment. This Saturday night, we're fed up with the mind games. We're fed up with Mike Anthony, and everybody in Tuckerman's fed up with him. And everybody in the locker room wants to see him gone. Everybody in Tuckerman wants to, what? I'm being serious, Michael. They want to see him gone. You know what? They got the right people to do it right here. They got the infamous one and Mark Wolf to get rid of him once and for all, Bubby. I don't know about that. I think you may be overlooking the man who has, for no unnecessary reason, been. Dubbed the prominence of dominance. Prominence of dominance. Where the where in the heck do you come up? I am going to promise you some dominance. Where the heck did you come up with that at? Come on now. And then you got this one group, and it calls that the face of brilliance. Where, what face are you? You're face of nothing. You're facing us. You ain't come out to the curtain. You want to play? You want to have your mind game playing your music? Where was you? Face of brilliance. Where was you? Prominence of dominance. Not a B word to be found. That's what Mark Wolf said. That's coming straight from Mark Wolf. And I'm speaking for him tonight because that's what he wanted me to do, Michael. And I've come here to make sure that my voice is loud and clear. Well, Double J, you're definitely coming in loud and clear. But one thing I think you and Mark are both seemingly forgetting is the mind games worked. It, it managed to distract Mark Wolf, and he was able to be defeated. No, because no, 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 no. Mark Wolf has never been defeated. We've never been defeated. We have the golden ticket. Win, lose, or draw, we're still the winners in this. Get the picture. Look at it. Now, I know you're kind of slow, just like the rest of the Duckerman idiots down there. Think about it. Golden ticket winner, Mark Wolf. Win, lose, or draw. Where do you see a loss in the distraction or anything in that, Michael? Come on. Do your math here. Come on, baby. Well, I mean, it's got to play. I mean, it's got to play into the psyche of Mark, whether he wants to admit it or not. Mark, taking, shut up! Nobody's saying that Mark is not admitting anything. I'm telling you, as as Mark's, as, you know, he is, you know, we're. I'm managing him. I'm telling you, as representation of him right now, Michael. There's no way, no, he's not being distracted. He is on. He's on on course. He has got his eyes set on Mike Anthony. He is the golden ticket winner. He's not a loser. Say what you want and you keep on. I'm going to slap you this week. All I'm saying is that Mike Anthony's distraction cost him the match this past Saturday. It cost, it cost him a match? Is what you're saying? It cost him a match? No, it didn't. Mark Wolf's still the golden ticket winner. I, I don't care how you're – you're so blind. So blind. So blind. I don't understand how I'm blind. He lost. And that actually led us to now having a fatal four-way in the main event of the anniversary show coming up this Saturday, or coming up a week from Saturday, excuse me, at the ASWF anniversary show with Leo Keegan. Have you been drinking? I mean, do you need to be, uh, uh, do you need to be something wrong with you? I mean, do you need to be over here drug tested or something? I mean, your schedule show wrong. 
which is a moron. It's always been 7 o'clock aftermath. Two, now you can't get where the anniversary show is. April the 7th, because we're still in March. Come on, Michael, back it up. You're absolutely right. And speaking of that fatal four-way, we've got a man coming on right now that's not only got a fatal four-way this a week from this Saturday, he's got a singles match against the man who we all found out this last week attacked him on that video, Mr. Cataclysm, getting ready to come or getting ready to face this man that's getting ready to come in here tonight. I think I know who you're talking about, and I'm going to let you on a little secret that nobody wanted to know, but I'm going to tell it, and I'll answer for it because it's my business. I'll do what I want to because I'm the infamous one. I had a sit-down with uh, uh, who you're fixing to bring on, and I just told him, I said, hey, what I knew about Cataclysm because he he wanted some pointers, good pointers, you know. I've seen a lot of flaws in Cataclysm and his little – Trophy in this little trophy case he carries around with him. Uh, thing is, I've seen it, and I gave him some pointers, and I guarantee it. I promise you, you sit back, and you'll see nothing but winning coming on this week. Well, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get ready to bring him on, ladies and gentlemen. The opponent for Cataclysm this Saturday night in the Valley Arena, Mr. Leo Keegan. The man we all finally found out was the man behind the attack. What's your thought? Like, I know you've got to be just foaming at the mouth, getting ready to get your hands on Cataclysm this Saturday night. Oh, foaming at the mouth is not even begin. That does not even begin to explain the feelings that I'm feeling, knowing that I get to put my hands on Cataclysm. You hear that scream in my music? You hear that scream? That's a scream. That's a sound that I want to hear come from the mouth of the psychotic savior, Cataclysm. <laughs> Leo, not only do you get your chance at retribution this Saturday night, you also get almost, if you pull out a victory this Saturday night, you get a little bit of a mental one-up on everybody as you can defeat the champion going into the anniversary show. So does that play a factor, or is it all about retribution for you at this point? You see, the belt, the belt is definitely, the title is definitely something that, that, I, that I want because I feel like I deserve to have it. If they're going to give a trophy for hurting people, I deserve that trophy. I deserve that title. I deserve that championship. And see, as far as retribution, that's nothing. Retribution, it's just fun and games that I could just put my hands on Cataclysm because, see, he put his hands on me 
and I, I had no chance to defend myself. So, going into this week, the pain of cataclysm is all my mind is set on. And as far as mental upper hand, <laughs> I don't have to touch anyone to have a mental upper hand on them. If you look into my eyes, I immediately have a mental upper hand on you. I don't care if your name is Cataclysm. I don't care if your name is Deadly Dell. And I don't care if your name is Lee Michaels. As far as an upper hand, I have the upper hand because I am Leo Keegan. <laughs> Leo, I mean, it's hard to disagree with that. You are one of the most intimidating individuals to have ever stepped foot inside of the Valiant Arena. But one thing I want to know is, did the did the so-called mind games of Cataclysm? You know, he obviously tried to tried to get a up an advantage and get into your head a little bit with this attack, and you know, take you out before April the seventh and the anniversary show. What was there ever a moment where you were like, man, I this guy's nothing to mess with? Or I mean, ever since you found out, have you just been ready? I want you to look at it like this. I call myself the nocturnal flame. And when you think about a flame, when you do something to that flame, unless you put it out, it's going to spread. And oh, that attack, <laughs> that attack was nothing to fuel. Fuel that will cause the nocturnal flame to spread like wildfire. All it did was enrage me. I am now a raging nocturnal flame waiting for the time to ultimately burn cataclysm. <laughs> you well, see, you cat- see, yes, sir. Interrupt me again, and you might be the one with burn marks. (laughs) See, Cataclysm, all he did was throw fuel on the fire of his own mental cremation. (laughs) He is the psychotic savior, and now he's put himself in a position where the psychotic savior needs to be saved. And tell me, (laughs) what do you do when your savior needs saving? (laughs) Well, Leo, what I was going to ask you was Have you thought about the possibility of a distraction? A lot of Cataclysm's opponents have had a problem With the outside distraction of Ace of Morta And the other members of the Manai Have you figured out a solution To not being thrown off your game by the Manai and not only Cataclysm, but Asa Morta at ringside as well. You see, I don't mind breaking that which should not be broken. So Asa Morta, if you want to get involved, then I'll get involved with you right back. I have hands, I have feet, and... You can swing whatever you want. You can bring whatever you want. I am Keegan. I am on top of my game. 
because I don't let distractions bother me. I take them out. So if the Manai wants to get involved, I've sent Hypnotic on his way. If a Samorta wants to get involved, she can be next. All in all, it all comes down to after everything else is out of my way, and I will move it out of my way, then my hands will wrap around Cataclysm, which means in the end, my hands will wrap around the ASWF Championship. <laughs> well, Keegan, the question is, a lot of folks think that you may use this match Saturday to potentially take out one of your opponents for the anniversary show seven days from Saturday and turn it into almost a triple threat and try to, you know, take out Cataclysm to where he can compete for that ASWF championship. Is that a possibility in this, you know, crazy plan so to speak, of yours, you know, to try to make Cataclysm not be able to compete and, you know, therefore better your odds? You see, I'm not a man of numbers. I'm not a man of plans. I'm a beast of brutality. So I will hurt Cataclysm. Will I take him out? Of the fatal four-way, <laughs> that just means I don't get to hurt him as much. See, if I beat Cataclysm, I plan on leaving just enough for him to make it to the anniversary show. Just so I can put my hands on him again. And then at the anniversary show, it doesn't matter whether he walks out or not. Because the only thing that matters at that point is that I walk out victorious with the championship in my grasp. Well, Kagan, a lot of people think you are the odds-on favorite to walk into the anniversary show and walk out with that ASW championship. And, you know, you are one of the most dominant superstars in the history of the ASWF. So let's go ahead and do a little bit of uh, looking ahead here, so to speak. Let's, uh, what would a title reign the likes we've never seen before from somebody like you, uh, Leo Keegan, what would that look like? Well, see, people line up to get a shot at championships. So if the championship is on me, I just see people lining up for me to hurt, for me to break, for me to brutalize. It's them lining up to give me a chance to do what I do best, and that is dominate and destroy. So if I get the championship, then that line will start to feel. They'll feel a fear as they get closer and closer to the front. And most lines that you stand in, you get a little excited when you get up to the front of the line. You get a little you get a little anxious. You're ready to, to get what you've been standing in line for, but see, no one wants what they're standing in line for if Leo Keegan is the champion. No one really, really wants that. They think they want that until they step in the squared circle, until they step across from 
the nocturnal flame, Leo Keegan, then they learn what real fear is. They realize that they've made a grave mistake standing in that line all that time just to walk in carried out. Well, Leo, I got one more question before we let you go because I know you're busy getting ready for Saturday. I mentioned that you a lot of people have you as the favorite, but you still managed to come in second in the poll that was on ASWF Wrestling's fan page this past week. Uh, you uh, came in second actually to Cataclysm retaining the ASWF championship. What do you say to those fans that I guess are in the majority of the ones that uh, voted in that poll that say that Cataclysm is going to be able to defeat everybody in his path and retain the ASWF championship. (laughs) Oh, ignorance is bliss. See, those people, they like Cataclysm. They like his crazy. They like his psychosis. See, those people haven't seen everything Leo Keegan is, everything Leo Keegan can do, everything Leo Keegan can break. So see, after this Saturday, I don't know how those polls work. I don't know if you can change your answer, but I promise after this Saturday, that he will be the absolute underdog whenever I am done (laughs) with Cataclysm. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, those people in that poll, I like to prove people wrong when they think things are going to go their way. They think they're going to be so excited to hear Cataclysm's music, to see him hold the belt up at the title, and it's just going to be so much fun to see the disappointment in their eyes whenever I break him. (laughs) Well, Leo, we certainly enjoyed having you on Aftermath here tonight, and we appreciate you taking out some time from your training, getting back into the ring, and we wish you luck this Saturday night as you get ready to take on the champion in the non-title contest. And we also wish you luck, obviously, seven days from Saturday in the Fatal 4-Way for the ASWF Championship. (laughs) Save your luck for the other three. Just (laughs) because they're going to need it way worse than me. (laughs) Because I... Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Leo Keegan, ever disturbing as he is, ladies and gentlemen. Leo Keegan, the ASWF, uh, he's going to be the challenger seven days from Saturday. And he lacks no confidence, ladies and gentlemen. And there is a reason why he lacks no confidence. This man has been on a one-man seek-and-destroy mission since coming to the ASWF and I tell you he's got his eyes firmly set on cataclysm and he said he's going to leave just a piece so he can come back in seven days and then he can take that championship that trophy as cataclysm calls it hands 
you gotta you gotta wonder, Michael. You gotta wonder if even Cataclysm could even make it this Saturday. I mean, I gotta say this, and it's not it's not uh, downgrading the ASWF Heavyweight Champion, but why did he have to jump Leo Keegan? Was is there something there that he's worried about? Is there something that he's seen in Leo Keegan that he must, uh, you know, have to do that from behind? Back where I grew up, back in my day, when you jump a guy, excuse me, when you jump a grown man like that, that just shows me how much cowardness it is because you know you couldn't face him face to face. But then this Saturday night, it was done right by the management. Now, of course, you know, granting Leo Keegan, Mr. Bad Brad, making sure that he does get this match this weekend. I'm just saying, how is he going to make it? I mean, Cataclysm is going to sit thinking now, what have, what have I done? What have I created? What are mistakes have I done now? Because now you just think you'll see a modern Keegan. You're going to see the most destructive, probably some stuff you've never seen at ASWF in your entire life in this match. And all me and Mark Wolf is be doing is be sitting back in this match and the matches you're fixing to mention here in a minute, uh, sitting back and eating some popcorn and just enjoying each other. Either way it goes, you know, we're still the winners in this. <laughs> well, that is one thing you got to wonder. These four guys are going to go to war a week from Saturday. You got to wonder if this is not the the ultimate opportunity. Not only are they going to war this Saturday in singles matches, Deadly Dale going against Lee Michaels, and obviously Leo Keegan, who we just interviewed, going to war against Cataclysm. But I gotta say something. I'm sorry to interrupt you. That that just clicked in my mind. We everybody's forgetting about the Hall of Famer, even though I hate his stinking guts and I don't care for him. Deadly Dale, Deadly Dale. you know, coming in here uh, and getting that fatal four-way, you know, uh, everybody's forgetting about what Deadly Dale's done in the past. You know, let me get a little history on that. Let me just drop that a little bit. Deadly Dale's also a former ASW heavyweight champion. You know, he's held title for numerous times, and he's held it a longer time than Cataclysm, and he's held longer than Lane Michaels, but you can't short the little midget guy very short. He got lucky. He got lucky. I know you're sitting there laughing at me, Michael. I said, you think it's funny. He got lucky to even be involved in this because if it wasn't for Mike Anthony, we're not trying to talk about that idiot right now, but if you wouldn't be involved. You know, but get credit where credit's due. Lee Michaels is also a former ASWF heavyweight champion as well. And absolutely, and that's why I smiled when well, you said well, luck. Well, 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 hold on a minute. You take the microphone away on my hand again. We're gonna, I'm going to tell you. And, yet, you know, you, you got the reigning and defending, you call it. Cataclysm as president, he is the champion of ASWF. You got a former Hall of Famer that's uh, a former champion, and you got Lee Michaels. But you got to think here, Leo Keegan has never been a champion in the ASWF of any kind. Well, and here's the thing: you got a question. Leo Keegan gets jumped from behind by Cataclysm. Could Cataclysm be setting up a whole new monster that even he can't contain? Could he be pushing? Leo Keegan to a whole new level of crazy. I mean, this guy is already a one-man wrecking machine, as I described him earlier. This guy, if you push him past a certain point, is 
is Cataclysm making a mistake by bringing out even more? You know, he mentioned the fire, and he said he calls himself the nocturnal flame. Is Cataclysm playing with fire? I, I doubt that very seriously, Michael, because we got to take it back here. I was present uh, at the uh, hardcore match. You remember that? Where, where Ray Ray was involved in Lee Michaels and Cataclysm. I'm not going to sit here and knock Cataclysm one, one bit. I mean, you got to think this 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 athlete that come in at ASWF and he's climbed the ranks and he's captured the ASWF Heavyweight Championship, which I think was a big mistake. I, I always think that. If I, you know, in my, in my eyes, because that's my opinion, and nobody, you don't have to like it, that's fine. You can turn the channel, whatever you want to. I, I can start my opinion on the show because I am the co-host of ASWF Aftermath. thing is, Cataclysm, you don't want to count that down either because I'm telling you right now, that man, I'm going to say it, that man right there went through that match, then turned right around and got granted the ASWF Heavyweight Championship right there because somebody wasn't using their noggin. I mean, that's on them. That's their fault. That's that past. It wasn't my fault. As I knew what I was doing, and nobody would have listened to me. And that's what happens. You leave the ASW forever. Anyway, that's the past. But Cataclysm, man, I think he knows what he's doing. But then you've got to think, you just opened up a new president in the process as well. Absolutely. And that could be a problem that, uh, that Cataclysm had. But here's one thing that you uh, don't think about when you think about Cataclysm. He's held every championship that the ASWF actively has right now on the roster. I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're right. I've just tried to, you know, picture what's going on now. I don't I, – I'm just picturing what I got in my head. That was just my opinion. Yes, you're right. He has held every other activity of uh, belts and that at ASWF, and that's, that's my fault for not mentioning that. But, you know, I just didn't care to mention that because I want to mention what's going on right now in this puzzle piece that we're looking at. Because now you got to set the grand stage. All right, we're going to start this Saturday. I'm not trying to jump ahead. Just follow me here. you got Leo Keegan. He's very pissed off. I'm going to say it right there. Very, very, very pissed off guy. I don't know of much of Leo Keegan. I have I had acquaintance of having some giving some pointers and then, then dropping some hints and then helping him push him and saying some stuff to him. That's all I know. He's very crazy, Michael. He's a very dangerous man. He's a very tall individual. I've been at ringside many occasions with Cataclysm, and I've seen his matches, and I've done homework on him as well. You don't want to shell, sell him short. I'm telling you right now, this is the match to watch at ASWF this Saturday night because if you're not going to be there, you're missing out. $5 to get in for a three-hour show, but this is going to be the match. And, uh, man, you mentioned Deadly Dell. Uh, I mean, we'll get on that in a minute, but this right here, these two individuals, man. Also, there's a more I want to get on to, but I know you ain't mentioned. We'll jump into the mother of individuals as well. But, man, this match here, <laughs> me and Mark's going to hope they just kill each other, man. Well, absolutely, and they may very well do just that. You know, Keegan says he's going to leave just a piece of the ASWF championship so that, like I said, he can come back in seven days and Leo can just walk over him and become the ASWF champion at ASWF Anniversary 19. And that's something else I want to hit on real quick. 19 years. Think about think about 19 years. We we've almost been I've almost that's almost as long as I've been alive. No promotion in the ASWF or in the state of Arkansas, excuse me, has been in business as long as the ASWF. You know, that's the thing about 
that's the thing about this promotion, and that's what makes this so special. And, you know, Keegan is the young, hungry guy in this equation. Keegan is – this is the – I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, and it may cause some controversy, but this may very well be the biggest main event in the history of the ASWF that they're going to have April 7th at the Valiant Arena for the ASWF Championship, Fatal 4-Way. The biggest main event in ASWF's history, bar none. This is the one, ladies and gentlemen. You're right. I didn't mean to cut you off. I know you're getting that set with me, but the thing is, this Saturday, we're going to see who can stay toe-to-toe. We're going to see who can out-wrestle who, or if they're going to have a wrestling match. They're probably going to brawl all over that arena, and they're probably going to have everything from the kitchen sink. I don't know what – you know what's going to happen, but it's going to be fun, and they're going to, and people are going to go, wee! Facebook. 
But that's the thing. Lee works best when Lee is being doubted. He loves proving people wrong. And on April 7th, what a better time than the biggest main event in ASWF history to overcome shut the odds. Up. Just shut up. Shut up right there. The thing is, you got, you're missing the doubt is, is Deadly Dale knows the Manai. Deadly Dale was inside the Manai. Deadly Dale knows cataclysm. Deadly Dale knows how to be deadly inside the ring, Michael. Think about that, too. That's another factor you're missing out, man. Absolutely. Deadly Dale is the wild card in all this. Deadly Dale is an ASWF Hall of Famer, multi-time ASWF champion, multi-time champion of any sort in the ASWF, and that man can easily walk out on any night with the ASWF championship. That's the thing about this match. That's why I'm saying it is the biggest match in the history of the ASWF 19 years because literally anybody on this night can walk out with that ASWF championship. No matter who anybody thinks is the favorite, everybody's got to admit every single combatant in this match could walk out with that ASWF championship. Well, you don't have to shove that microphone over in my face, Michael. I understand that somebody can walk out with the trophy. Woo, yes, trophy. Somebody's going to walk out with that championship. You know what it makes me so mad? Well, I better calm down just a little bit because I'm not mad. I get to sit back and watch these athletes tear each other apart. And when we sit there, when the dust clears, are they all going to be laying out on the back? April 7th, who knows? Thing is that we're going to watch and keep watching and keep watching every title ship there in ASWF. Man, ASWF this weekend is more exciting than it ever has been, and 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 building up to the journey to the anniversary show, and it's been building and building. It's just right there, Michael. Ready? Oh, I'm sorry, you don't have you don't you don't get to have that explosion type kind of deal like the rest of us men do. But anyways, (laughs) why are you shaking your head at me? I mean, come on, man. Thing is. it's, it's it's there. That's the thing. The most exciting thing this weekend, right there in Tuckerman, Arkansas. And uh, why don't you just keep talking about it? I'm going to call Brad and see what he's up to. I'm fixing to see what the commissioner. i got to check in with him. Well, before we go to commercial break, I'd be remiss not to talk about the other half of this ASWF Fatal 4-Way. The Deadly Dale versus Lee Michaels matchup that's going to go down this Saturday night in the Valiant Arena. Once again, $5 to get in, and you get a preview of this big, epic, fatal four-way that's going to take place at the anniversary show on April 7th. If you don't have your tickets, you need to get down there this Saturday night. You need to get them at the door, and you need to watch this because this will be the night. This is a preview for ASWF Anniversary 19. Lee Michaels is going to go one-on-one with a certified Hall of Famer. And will Lee Michaels be able to continue on his path of resurgence back into the spotlight in ASWF? Can he continue on his path to possibly regaining the ASWF championship? It's been a long journey, to use a turn of phrase, for Lee Michaels. But this Saturday night, he gets to take one step closer if he's able to defeat Deadly Dale this Saturday he will be one step closer to achieving his overall goal of becoming the ASWF champion 
on April the 7th at the anniversary show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to announce the next newest inductee into the ASWF Hall of Fame class of 2018. You're listening to ASWF Aftermath on Talk Radio 49. Are you looking for the best deals for your vaping and accessories? Then check out the guys at sub Own Vapors. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at sub Own Vapors located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Little Rock, Arkansas, want to see you. Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. Sub on Vapors. Vape it like you built it. champion 
Insane Shane is going to finally, in a ladder match, get his hands on the despicable Ray Ray. Oh, 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 now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. And now you want to talk all that talk because I didn't, I didn't invite him over into the studios here at the Sub Baby Studios, of course. And now you're going to call a Hall of Famer? You're going to call that Hall of Famer Ray Ray? Despicable. Well, you know what? I tell you what. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't you grab that microphone. I'll slap you like he slapped you twice already. Listen to me. How about this? This Saturday night, when you get to the Valiant Arena, I want you to walk up to that Hall of Famer with your big left pointed finger, and I want you to walk up to him and point him right in his chest and go, you're so despicable. Why don't you say it to him, Michael, huh? No, don't shake your head. You want to be a man and you want to step up and talk to a, le- a legend like that, a Hall of Famer? Why don't you do that, huh? Why don't you do it? Oh, now you're going to back paddle? Go ahead. Go ahead, tell. Go ahead. Kiss butt now. Well, first off, if you listen to me, I called his actions despicable. Second off, what he did was despicable. Uh-huh. He d- he attacked a man from behind multiple weeks in a row. Oh, that That's completely unacceptable. 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 The kid the kid that comes into ASWF, yeah, he is the evolution champion. But you know what? He is going to learn from the teacher in this business, man. You need to understand, Michael Banana Hand, Corner Hand, listen to me. I'm telling you one thing. Ray Ray is dangerous. He is unpredictable. Not counting insane Shane's shorts. <laughs> I'm just saying He's going to get a ride of a lifetime. That's what I'm saying. Did we mention it's going to be an anniversary show, what it's going to be yet, Michael? Absolutely. I already mentioned it. It's going to be a ladder match. But here's the thing. Hold up. Now you hold your horses. I wanted you to say that, so now you shut up. Ladder match. Ladder match. That's right. Now who's the king of ladder matches? Answer that and get it back to me. Ray. Okay, Ray Ray. You dress him as Ray Ray. I can call him Ray. You don't call him that. Thing is, he is the king of ladder matches. He has held ASWF Heavyweight Championship. He has held ASWF Tag Team Championship. What does Insane Shane have that he's never held? The Evolution Championship. What has Insane Shane done for the ASWF? Tell me that, Michael. Lay on his back. Why? Because that's all he knows how to do. Well, I believe you are discounting Shane's credibility. Once again, as I mentioned in previous episodes of ASWF Aftermath, insane Shane brings to the squared circle something that nobody in the ASWF has ever brought, and that's that MMA game. It makes them very dangerous, something that Ray has never faced off against before. Ray has never had to worry about one of his limbs being treated as rubber whenever he leaves one exposed. He can be put in an arm bar just that quick. It's just that quick, and Insane Shane can make you pay. Now, at the same time, Ray is the king of the ladder match, and that is something that when talking with Shane over the past few weeks, he is taking very seriously. He knows the predicament he's in. But I tell you, he's making sure he's watching tape. 
He's making sure that he knows he's ready for this matchup come April the 7th, defending his ASWF Evolution title. Now, you want to talk about somebody getting jumped all the time behind. I said it firsthand. I was out there associating business with Bad Brad at a live event two weeks ago at ASWF, and who do I see coming out of the crowd? Who? Who was it? You've seen him. Oh, all right. Don't even act like you don't know what's going on there. Insane Shane jumped over the, the guardrail and got in that ring and said, hey, he jumped Bray Ray in a match. I mean, Shane just gave Ray a dose of his own medicine in that case. I mean, Ray had done it multiple times to him, and Shane just wanted him a piece of Ray Ray at that point. He didn't care how he got it. He just wanted him a piece of Ray Ray, and I can respect that. That is him trying to get him – that's just him trying to get him some of Ray Ray. He's tired of He's tired of the attacks. He's tired of the ridiculousness of being jumped week after week from behind. And speaking of being jumped from behind, going into another matchup that's getting ready to the uh, – getting ready to occur April the – finally – Going to go one-on-one with Will in a submission match. Something that Will knows very well. Now, here's something I've got to say. Max may have gotten bitten off a little bit more than he can chew in accepting this. I know Max is a great competitor, but Will Will has been one of the cornerstones in amateur wrestling here in the state of Arkansas for quite Sometimes I, I, I mean You've spoken with Max over the past Few weeks in his preparation For this submission match what, What's going through his mind As he gets ready to take on Will Cade he's obviously Got to be the underdog in this matchup I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say underdog But I'm going to tell you something right now Michael About sitting back and uh, listening to you I haven't uh, been able to, I've seen a couple of their matches. I've seen the last time I've ever seen was Max Stone was in bad trouble with Will. He had him in that locked in them submissions. And uh, that was one of the painful ones I've ever seen. And it's going to be William Cage. Is, uh, I'm telling you right now, was in a, had, uh, you know, Stone in a very bad way. Absolutely. And that's one thing that Max Stone does not want to have happen again. He doesn't want to walk into April 7th against Will Cage and get caught in another dragon sleeper in in any sort of maneuver that Will Cage can come up with. Will Cage knows these submission maneuvers like the back of his hand. And it seems like the rear naked choke is what Max Stone has become fond of and laying Will Smith lane. And and, you got to wonder if Cage is going to be uh, if Cage is gonna, if that's gonna be in the back of his mind, because a wrestler, I, I've got to admit this: one place you do not want to find yourself in amateur wrestling is on your back. You're not taught to fight from that position, and Will Cage needs to avoid. That's the key to this matchup, in my opinion. Will Cage has got to stay off of his back if he wants to defeat Max Stone on April the seventh, and he wants to be able to defeat him. Because wrestlers cannot win matches when they're rest, trying to fight off their back. It's one of the oldest cliches in MMA and professional wrestling is that you do not want a wrestler to land on their back. 
But how'd you get along? How'd you how'd you get off your back? Or excuse me, I apologize to clarify what I was saying earlier. Actually, he is fond of the front guillotine, not the rear naked choke. I apologize. So I, I mean, that's the thing about it, though, too. Just so deadly, just even as deadly is leaving your neck exposed. That's a deadly mistake in wrestling. That guillotine choke that could once again lightning quick, and it could lend. Uh, credibility to Max Stone. Max Stone has left Will Cage Lane multiple on multiple multiple occasions when uh, when doing this. He's been in a very bad position. It's just been once that we've seen Will Cage lay out Max Stone, but it was with authority. Will Cage could potentially. All Will has to do okay, is rely on you. You're talking about Will Cage. Will Cage is. Will Cage at. Will Cage is. Why are you doubting uh, Max Stone? I mean, why is there uh, uh, doubts about Max Stone here? I don't. I don't. I don't get it with you. The thing is, I've watched Max Stone on either side of the uh, world here. And you don't want to count him out. That dude is athletic. That dude is dangerous as well. And that's going to be a submission match. That's going to be outrageous. Very, very outrageous match there. I mean, who's going to be the one that says, I quit or uh, tapping out? Well, how you want to put it in that match? You know, it's going to be a submission match. But, I mean, who's going to say that out loud to the referee? To make it more interesting, you know, I'd like to see in that submission match, you have to hear them live on a microphone. That'd be good if they have to put it right there. Who's going to say, I quit? I give up. To make more humiliation out of either William Cage or Max Stone at their Tariyasabif Arena. Absolutely. It's going to be very interesting to see what's going on here with that. But with that being said, we're going to get our weekly dose of – we're going to get our weekly dose of the co-commissioner, Bad Brad. Yes, yes. Commissioner of ASWF, Mr. Bad Brad. Ah, man. You feel that, Michael? Do you feel that? Oh, man. It is so wonderful, and it feels so damn good to be me. First of all, you show Double J respect. That's a manager of champions. A manager of champions. So you remember that, Mr. Carnahan. You just remember that. Yes, sir. <sighs> Brad, it's good to hear you. It's good to hear you tonight. Uh, we've been talking about the uh, uh, the things about Mike Anthony. Hey, we've talked about. We brought. I told him he was asking me why I was late coming on. I told him it's none of his business. I was at conducting business with you and, and with Mark Wolf. And what we was talking about was none of his business. Then we've covered the ladder match with uh, uh, Insane Shane and Ray Ray. We just want to get your thoughts on that. Then we want to get your thoughts as well. Uh, the match you put together for this Saturday 
Leo Keegan was on earlier, and man, this dude is just on fire this weekend. And I gotta say, it's gonna be a toe-to-toe match with Cataclysm and William. Uh, excuse me, with uh, Leo Keegan. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I guess my suspicions were correct, as I said two weeks ago, that we were going to get to the bottom of this. And I had a funny feeling it could have been Cataclysm. And well, I guess video evidence showed that Cataclysm it was. And you know, you're going to have to refresh my memory a little bit on these matches. I know, like you and, and myself, you know, uh, we're kind of like the uh, Shark Tank show. You know, we, we're involved in all kinds of business, you know, left and right, whether it's professional wrestling or, you know, this, that, and the other. I mean, we've got to fund our luxurious lifestyle somehow. So, you know, I know I'm a little late to the show. I've been a little busy. Uh, but, uh, you know, I going back to you. the Leo Keegan – Oh, absolutely. And, you know, going to the Leo Keegan Cataclysm matchup, you know, going into the anniversary show, you're going to see four contestants. You're going to see Deadly Dale, Lee Michaels, Cataclysm, and Leo Keegan involved in a four-way, well, I guess a fatal four-way for the biggest prize in the game in ASWF. Now, that is to say all four of them make it because Deadly Dale, Lee Michaels, I mean, he may not be walking out of there. And uh, Cataclysm and Leo Keegan, well, maybe Cataclysm doesn't make it to the anniversary show. I mean, you don't attack a guy like Leo Keegan and not expect to pay the ticket on that. So My question my question to you, sorry to interrupt you, sir. Sorry to interrupt you, sir. My question, because, you know, Banana Hand Carhan over here couldn't answer it. I just wondered, and I understand that he was just a cataclysm jumped him. I wondered in my mind, in my, my own opinion, I understand that he, he just want to put Leo Keegan on his game. I just wondered if cataclysm was seen something. Maybe he was scared. Maybe he was trying. Oh, absolutely. To, uh, uh, cataclysm, you know, just was worried about uh, something in Leo Keegan. But then you got to think about all the time that Cataclysm done in that hardcore match with Ray Ray and Lee Michaels, how he then turned around and won that ASWF championship. That's, that's just something that's bulling in my mind about that match. And, and what I was saying, I'll, I'll shut up and let you have your opinion, sir. As I'm just going to sit back and eat popcorn with Mark Wolf and watch them just tear each other apart, man. Well, I mean, and you know, and that's the benefit of all of this is that Whatever Mark Wolf decides to do, it looks like he may just have an upper hand at any championship he just might want, you know. Uh, Dirty Little Gang's going to be there. They're going to be going up against the <laughs> the Mercury Kids. As decorated as uh, Brad and Briar are, I said Brad and Briar. I know that our esteemed announcer couldn't figure out. I guess he thought that Briar and Briar were going to be going up against uh, – I don't know where he put Brad at, but anyways, uh, you know, as, as decorated as Lethal Injection is, you've got a 40-year veteran in Dirty Little Dave. He's been everywhere. You know, these guys are playing around. And then you throw, um, was it Holly in the mix? You just never know what might happen at ringside. And sometimes I get preoccupied looking down at myself when I miss certain things that happen during the uh, matches. But anyway... Uh, then you've got Insane Shane and Ray. Whew. 
Now, we've all known what Ray's capable of putting himself through, and apparently he wants this really, really bad because, I mean, you see what he's done to entice this match. I don't know if he needed to do all that. I mean, let's face it. Shane's put an open challenge out there every single week, so maybe Shane didn't want any part of Ray Ray, but he had to force his hand, and then you've got the match that I think is going to be spectacular. My gift (laughs) to the fans, the fatal four-way match between Deadly Dale, Lee Michaels, Cataclysm, and Leo Keegan. You know, because somebody, Double J, has to try to resurrect some life in the ASWF. Jesus Christ, we put so much money into it, we've got to figure a way to get some back. And Joey Briss not going to do that, and Ricky Rowland's not going to do that. So here comes me, the Savior. <sighs> so now, my opinion on the Leo Keegan Cataclysm thing. You're, Here's you're, the deal. You're, uh, for you get that, for, for you, for you get that opinion, it makes me think of that of you as you talk about the Savior Jesus arrives behind the rock kind of Savior kind of deal, man. <laughs> Absolutely. See, here's what here's the problem, Double J, is that they tried to do everything that they could to get me to just absolutely never show my face back at ASWF. They had somehow convinced me. I don't know. Maybe I was drugged back in the day. You know, uh, a year ago, the whole Norman incident. That's whatever. Smile with me. You know, and I come back, and they go, oh, well, I don't worry about him. Well, guess what? I kind of weaseled my way into 50% commissionership, and I know that that chaps the uh, the backside of a, t- a ton of people, but it is what it is. Let's face it, ASWF is 10 times more exciting since I took over as co-commissioner, so there's that. But uh, So I have crawled out from behind that huge boulder that they slammed me into, I guess, as we'll use a metaphor coming up on Easter weekend, and I have arisen the savior of ASWF. You don't, Michael. Don't you don't have to clap so loud, buddy. I get it. You're you're stunned by greatness, and I understand that. I mean, you're in the presence of two of the greatest to ever grace the fields of ASWF. So you, you calm down a little bit, buddy. I get it. But I'll go back and answer your question real quick, Double J. You were talking about Keegan and Cataclysm. You know, a lot of people think that maybe Cataclysm's off his rocker a little bit, and I'm one of them. But I've seen something in Cataclysm now that's drawn my in the intrigue, I guess, and that is maybe this guy's not as dumb as we thought he was. Because, you know, when you have an opponent like Leo Keegan, what's the best thing you do for that? You wear him out. We all know that Cataclysm can go through the depths of hell and back. Hell, he lives there. But has <laughs> Keegan been tested? And that's going to be the question that it gets answered not only on the 31st, but on the 7th. Because this is going to be an all-out war come March 31st, this Saturday at the Valley Arena. It is going to be an all-out war because all four of those competitors know what's at stake a week from this Saturday at the anniversary show. So, 
with that being said, here you've got four guys in singles competition against each other, and they know that they've got to come out of it unscathed, but they have to take the life out of the opponent in which they're facing this Saturday so that it may be the road to a championship's a little bit easier come April the 7th. Well, Brad, I know you're a gambling man. I've heard about your trips down to uh, the local casinos and things since you've become the co-commissioner. But I, I have to ask, with that being said, what do you make of this poll that makes Cataclysm the odds-on favorite to retain the ASWF championship and what I'm already dubbing as the greatest main event in the history of the 19 years of the ASWF? Did you did you, did you say the greatest main event in the history? Don't is that, is that the main event that, that I had a hand in? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Double J, is that what I'm hearing? <sighs> the greatest main event in the 19 years of ASWM history, and it belongs to me. I made that. God. Michael, for the first time ever, I think I really kind of like you. Okay, now <laughs> I, I, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. I've, I've been drinking or something. Uh, am I a gambling man? I mean, what are you trying to say, Michael? Are you trying to say that I'm putting that match in jeopardy? No, I'm asking you. You're a gambling man, so you're obviously familiar with the odds and spreads and stuff of, you know, sport bets. What do you what? How do you feel about Cataclysm after the poll being released this week? Who's voted in this? I mean, who's voted in this poll? Who's voted? Who? I voted. My money's on Leo Keegan. Um. I can't help that a couple of fans decide, oh, we love Cataclysm. He's the psychotic savior. I'm just going to have to click on his name because I like the way his mask looks. I could care less what they think. These are the same people that have to pick between spam and spam. So, what's their opinion <laughs> matter to me? I love I mean, it. They go to the grocery store and they're like, do I get the RC Cola or the Spam? Ah, uh, let's uh, Spam it is. <laughs> Shut up, Michael. I mean, come on, Michael. You're telling me, are you telling me that me and Double J and you as professionals in this business don't know what we're talking about? That we're going to have to depend on the voice of the fans? What is the, what is the voice of the fans going to do? What is the voice of the fans going to do when Leo Keegan comes out and he stomps Cataclysm right in the face, is it going to protect him? Is it going to put up a magical shield? No. We're going to do anything. You know, He's just like, what is the voice? I mean, well, what is the voice of the fans going to do if Cataclysm somehow comes up and, and he puts Leo Keegan through a table or into the turnbuckle or, or into the steel chair or, you know, whatever? Nothing. The voice of the fan is going to do absolutely nothing, so they can click away. Hell, they probably don't even know what they're looking up. Well, Brad, I see what you're doing here. I, it seems to me like you're trying to knock down all the stars in the ASWF here, so Double J can have his way here. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, whoa. so here, whoa, 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 Robert Mueller. Hey, 
This ain't collusion with Russia, homie. It has nothing to do with that. See, I don't have to do anything to give Double J the upper hand. Hell, Mark Wolf already has the upper hand. He's got the golden ticket. He could he could cash it in it right now if he chose to. He could go pin cataclysm while he's looking in that stupid mirror of his if he wanted to. So don't try to say that there's collusion and this other crap. I, mean, I know you watch Fox News and CNBC and all that crap, and you want to dig in on this, whatever. But this isn't Russia, and I'm sure as hell not Donald Trump, and there ain't nothing going on. I am as fair and as 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 down the middle by the book as you can come. I don't know why I've gotten this reputation that I'm an underhanded cheat. I don't do that. Never have, never will. You can't prove it, so why are we still talking about it? Where is well, the proof reminds- that I am and I'm, I'm trying to help Double J? I'm not associated with Double J. Double J is a is the manager of managers down there. He's the infamous one. I'm a co-commissioner. I have to abide by set rules and standards. That's what I do. Have I cheated? Have I cheated at all since I've been co-commissioner? I've never put my hands on anybody. I just make matches that fans want to see. Or maybe I just want to see him. I can care less what the fans say. That's what I'm talking about. Bravo, bravo, bravo. You should be clapping because that's the best commissioner in AFF history. History, Michael. History. Double J, let me ask you this. While I've got you on the, the, the phone here in the Subone Vapor Studios hotline, why, why does Michael Carnahan call me out? As commissioner or co-commissioner, why hasn't he ever said anything about the favoritism that Joey Brent shown to guys like Lethal Injection and Lee Michaels and Austin Lane and whoever else? I mean, for that part, Double J, let's go back in history. Where's the favoritism? Where's the call-outs? When Joey Britt turned Seth Saber against me and you years ago, nobody calls him out on that because he's all Joey Britt. BS. BS. I do not appreciate being told that I am setting anything up because I am strictly by the book. Plain and simple. Exactly. Done. Exactly. Over. Because the fingers need to be pointed. Exactly. Because the fingers need to be pointed at Joey Britt. For all the corrupt, corruption and collusion in the ASWF, and it goes trickling up from Joey Britt to Ricky Rowland. Them two right there ain't nothing but liars, cheaters, and backstabbing, and people up down there are so not seeing it. They've got wool over their eyes, and the thing is that we're seeing it. Michael, you can sit there and shake your head all you want to. You know the truth. You know what the truth is, and you keep calling that commissioner, Joey Britt, up every time he texts you, run to him, you run to the bag, and he's like, oh, Joey, can I carry your bags in, Joey? Joey, can I go down to the shop down here with you, Joey? Joey, can we do this, Joey? If you just take your nose out of his, between the cracks, where you understand where I'm going with that, and step back and let you, let us paint you a picture. Let us paint the picture and show you what we're telling you and what Bad Brad has done, but in truth, and he's the best commissioner in ASWF history, not because me and him had history and good history is what I'm talking about. I'm just saying 
He is the best in ASWF, and he has put on a show since he's made his mark back in ASWF. Oh, take a deep breath and blow it out, Michael, you fool. Well, I'm not much one for conspiracy theories, but, I mean, I do have to say that, unfortunately, as much as I hate to admit it, and I think I might throw up just thinking about it, yes, Brad, you have put together one of the – if not the biggest main event in the ASWS history. So I do have to applaud you for that. Like Donald Trump in a way. I'm making ASWF great again. That's what's happening here. That's what's really happening. Wall around the ring. I'm going to build a wall and keep Joey Britt out. That's what's going to happen. Because you know what? I can't stand Joey Britt, and I can't stand Rock and Ricky Rowan. I think they're the two biggest slime balls in ASWF. They want to sit down. We love the fans. Welcome to ASWF, brother. Shut up, Ricky Rowan. Shut hey. your mouth. You couldn't make a match card if it flew up and hit you in the face. You know, so you get lucky every once in a while, and you throw a little... Uh, Fireworks in the fire, and maybe one of them pops, but most of the time it's a dud. When I throw it in there, it blows up. It, it, it's like huge. But I, I'm done talking Eddie. about rocking Ricky Rowan and Joey Britt because you know what? I've never, I haven't heard Joey Britt. Joey Britt's had his phone number. He's had invites to the studio. He won't show his face. Why not? Can he? Can he not handle the truth of all this? Can he? He's a busy is he, man. Is he a little shortcoming? He's a busy man. He's got his co-commissioner busy. duty to, uh, to handle. What is he He's doing? Got the what is he doing? SWF to run. <sighs> Keep making all the excuses you want for him. Keep making the excuses for him. Double J, just he, he's making excuses for this crap, and it's fine. I understand. You know, not everybody can be me. Not everybody can be a co-commissioner that's. Worthy of being put on that wall back there already, already. But it's fine and dandy. You know what? Well, I'll, I'm sure that he'll come out on the opening of the show with his little buddy, Rock and Ricky, and they'll they'll tear up and they'll cry and they'll thank the fans for coming. And we can't do this without you. We can't do this without you. We just all oh, shut up, shut up. Exactly. Exactly. And, then, you know, the funny thing is, and I'm going to put it out there for you, the funny thing is, Bad Brad stayed for the whole entire, made sure the whole show ran smoothly. Where Joey Britt go? He packed up his bags, Michael, and he walked out the back door at ASWF and left. And that's where he should stay. Gone from the ASWF. You know what Ricky Rollins do? Is just give full control to the best commissioner in ASWF history history and put Bad Brad on that wall of Hall of Fame back there. Don't even put him in Hall of Fame. Make a, a section that says, the best commissioner, big print. I'm talking about a big poster. It says, damn, it feels good to be me. Bad Brad, best ASMR commissioner in history. I'll tell you what, could you make that smirk again? I'll knock you out for him. Well, obviously you guys are forgetting part of Joey's duty. He left earlier and because he was going to recruit new talent to the ASWF. In case you guys forget, who's responsible for bringing Leo Keegan to the ASWF and negotiating 
that Brad, contract. Brad Brand had association with that. I know that for a fact because when they came in, Joey Brick was nowhere to be found, and they had to make sure Brad Brad was there to make documentation. Now, come at me again with that. I got proof. I mean, that's not the story I heard, but I mean, fake news. You fake news. The man's got it. The man's got to scour the country to find the best talent to bring to Tuckerman, Arkansas, to allow Brad to make these great main events and cards that we are associated with every other Saturday night. Around your neck, and I'm thinking I'm going to enjoy just choking the life out of you right now. You know why? Because you're just nothing but pure puking out lies that comes out of your mouth and all that stupid smoke. You know what? If you would go to Sub on Vapors and build it like you own it, you would understand what we're talking about, buddy. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't get it. I mean, Michael. Okay, so Joey Brett brought some talent in to a degree, and but you know what? It's like going to buy a Ferrari. If you don't get it out of first gear, all you bought is a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bicycle at this point. So you got to learn how to drive it, and that's what I do. I drive the ASWF, and I take the ASWF to new heights. No limits with me. But I see that every time I go out there and I do what I do, Joey wants to come out there and he wants to throw his little stipulation in there. Rockin' Ricky Rowland a couple weeks ago goes, oh, I'll tell you what, brother, how about you make a match? I'll make a match, and we'll put them all together. That's fine with me. That's fine with me because at the end of the day, I know what it takes to be successful. I know what it takes to get to the top, and I will stop at nothing. And I mean nothing to get the results that I want, the results that I know will succeed, and the results that I know will take ASWF even higher into its 20th year. In professional wrestling That's a claim that your homeboy Joey can't make Well Brad we certainly Look forward to seeing You this Saturday we know You've got all sorts of co-commissioner Duties to attend to So we hope you have a wonderful Rest of your week and we can't Wait to see you Saturday night at the Valiant Arena as we get ready to uh, March And hit our last stop on the Way to the anniversary show why was that so? Why was that so dragging for you to say that? Uh, we will be glad to see you this Saturday night. I had but, to hold back the box. Oh, you! I would slap you over that <laughs> chair over there. Brad, it'd be great to see you this Saturday night as you put on the great show at ASWF. We'll see you this Saturday, bro. I know you have a lot to do, and you're a busy, busy co-commissioner at ASWF. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And that's how you do things with the co-commissioner. Unlike you, you keep on, you'll be unemployed, Michael. I'm just saying, you're on the borderline. Thank you so much, Brad. Well, I want to know, before I get off here, because I've got a little bit of time left in me here. I want to know exactly who and what was behind the blatant interference with Mark Wolf's match. The, I believe I heard some OMG music come on or something like that. And, and I know for a fact that um, when I went and did roll call that, morning, that afternoon, 
Um, I didn't see Mike Anthony's name on the list, so somebody want to clue me in over there, Carnahan, as to what really was happening back there? I have no idea. All I know, I was outside at that. Jimmy, no, you was not. You was that ringside, you little insect. i tell you what happened. Somebody was out there, and we was in that match, and we was sitting there, and then when OMG's music hit, I guarantee it, that coward, that low-down coward called somebody and said, hey, what's going on uh, with uh, with Double J and, and Mark Wolf? I guarantee he made a call to Joey Britt, and then he had something to do with it. And I guarantee it, Brad, that's a little snake in the grass. You start shaking, you see a lot of snakes. And I guarantee it, Joey Britt had something to do with that. But we made it loud and clear, and it was released with this weasel over here. That Mark Wolf, as being the spokesperson, I'm not an athlete. I'm just the spokesperson for Mark Wolf. Mark Wolf told me to tell the night to make sure that it's known. If he don't have the, I'm not saying it, Michael, stop. He don't have the kahunas to show up this Saturday night and took him in Arkansas. You are a coward, Mike Anthony. He said, meet him square in the ring, face-to-face, nose-to-nose. That's what he said tonight. And I think you should. I think, I think any time that you pull an underhanded tactic, and, and that's the thing about it. You know, Michael, see, here's where I'm going to show you a little trick, Michael. I'm going to show you something. The fact is, is it really shocked me is what it did with a guy like Mike Anthony. It shocked me that he would do that on the basis that this is a guy that goes into the anniversary shows undefeated. He's like Mr. Anniversary Show for real in ASWF. And this is a guy that's been a heavyweight champion. He's He's been a uh, – I mean, he's, I, I'm not real familiar with his past as far as other titles go, but this guy has – been a very well decorated professional wrestler he's been to tons of shows around the south and i give him all the respect in the world mike anthony is a competitor he is a beast and i would be honestly i know that i would be a little concerned but the difference is is i know the pedigree that mark wolf has and i know that the words of wisdom from one infamous one double j gives him the upper hand at this point on Mike Anthony, as good as Mike Anthony is. But it just shocks me, Michael Carnahan, and please explain to me why a star, a superstar like Mike Anthony would stoop to that level, the same level of things you tell me I do. Explain this to me. Well, I mean, Mike, Mike just felt like he had to do what he had to do to get his revenge on Mark Wolf. For the uh, for costing him his spot in the fatal four way, or at that point it was the triple threat match for the ASWF championship. I want to understand how Mark Wolf cost him a spot in this in this match. I I uh, have fixed the floor that Mark Wolf fell on. All you have I to do is I fixed the floor. He slipped. He slipped. He and that's been his- remedied. Briefcase just happened to collide with the back of Mike Anthony. He was trying to catch himself. It was just wrong place, wrong time. It was an accident. Pure Double J will tell you, it was a pure accident. I have since had the floor fixed right there. There was some humidity or moisture on the floor. It was very slick. I was worried about Mark Wolf's health and safety at that point when he fell. 
he, he, I, I think he almost pulled a hamstring because of all that, Michael. You know, just because I was, we had I had rushed him out, out the back and we had to get him back down here to the Conway area and get, get looked at. He was he pulled a hamstring that night because of the stupid floor slippery of Joey Britton not painting to make sure that wrestlers and everything was safe that night. And of course, she was I spent my Joey. I spent see I, I we had a meeting and I said, "Hey Joey, hey Ricky." The floor was slippery. He fell. We we really need to do something about that. And they were like, well, we just don't have the money. We don't have the money. Uh, we got to get that towing guy in here to get some money. I said, don't worry. I got you. So I paid good, hard-earned money out of my own pocket to ensure the safety of our superstars in the ASWF. That's all it was. It was a, a mishap. If you go look at the video, you'll see that he's running – and he stops and he slips and the briefcase comes out and he just happens to to, to make contact with Mike Anthony. That's pure accident. Plain and simple. Well, I mean, double J, am well, I wrong? Brad, not, am I wrong? Well, Brad, I'm not sure if you can uh, continue on with this here, but we're going to bring on, I know you've heard rumors of this gentleman, our ASWS super fan Alex wants to come on and share his predictions for ASWF anniversary 19 here tonight on ASWF aftermath. So we're going to go ahead and bring him on. Alex, are you with us? Hello, Mister Mister Michael Banana Hands. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Alex? Well, I was doing all right, but I heard the 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 bad Brad. He 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 very he kind of bored me. I do not know how to to explain. He constantly rattle about what he do, what he not do. It does not matter what he do or not do. It matter what I like, and I don't like him. Right. We have Mikhail Gorbachev on the phone. Awesome. No, 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 no. I am Alex. Yeah, I get it. I I get it. Hey, Putin, it's okay. Calm down. I did not poop. (laughs) That is just, Uh, I do not do that in public. That is mean. Yeah, well, where are you you from, Alex? I cannot disclose that. That would not be good. I I might get sent back, and I don't want that to happen. God, we can only hope. Uh, No, I like it here. I like the ASWF. That is my reason to be here is ASWF. Very good. Very much like so. <laughs> well, oh, Alex, Lord. I hear you got some predictions for the anniversary show for us. Let's go ahead and go down the list. What do you think about the submission match between Will Cage and Max Stone? Oh, that is going to be good. The Will Cage, he is uh, the former amateur wrestler. He, he, he does the grapples and stuff. But the Max... The Max Stone, this is very intense guy. He is very intense. He used to be a good guy, but now people don't like him because his attitude changed. But the intensity, the intensity of this guy is just, uh, uh, what is the word, uh, uh, phenomenal. Yes, I think that's the right word. But he is, is just, absolutely. He is, his, his mindset is just one goal, to hurt this guy. He hurt. He wants to hurt the William Cage, and I have uh, what is word uh, insider information about this. Are you ready? I'm ready. 
I saw on the uh, the Instagram, the 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 it is like the Facebook, but with just pictures. Right. Apparently, the Mr. William Cage at uh, another show this last weekend broke his hand. His 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 hand, and will require uh, possible surgery. So he is going to be susceptible. I think that is right word. Susceptible yes, to right further word. injury. And 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 I do not understand. He still says he will be there for this match. But the 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 stone guy will probably take advantage of that because he don't care. He does not care at all. He will hurt the cage and and put him out of ASWF. So my prediction. Max Stone. Okay. I gotta, I gotta ask you, Michael. How does this goofball get internet? How, how does he get access to this thing? He's he said Instagram or Facebook or or ASW. I have the footstep phone. I have the oh. phone you get if you have footsteps. It is very oh, good. Okay. I get I get enough internet to look at the stuff like that and listen to you guys. So don't waste my internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we see you, Alex. We see you. Well, yes, you're right. Uh, Will Cage did suffer an injury this past week, and you are right. He is saying that he will forego any surgery till after the anniversary show to uh, be able to compete and be cleared for this uh, submission match. And he's actually had to sign off on quite a few waivers. Brad, I don't know if uh, you're, you can give us some insight into what kind of waivers she had to sign, but he had to sign some waivers to be able to compete at the anniversary show. Yes, I know. First of all, um, can can we send Alex some Rosetta Stone at some point? His English is I, absolutely I, horrible. No, my English is pretty good. It's pretty good, I believe. It's horrible. It is worse yeah, than, no, than you as a fan. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Maybe the word is uh, maybe maybe the word is idiot. But um, no, no, I, I know. know what I know what 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 that word is. That is not me. I am not idiot. I am somewhat intelligent. I am not like super smart or anything. I am not genius, but I am not stupid. Okay, we get that clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good grief! But uh, going uh, back real quick. Yes, they're they're having waivers put in place, and Captain Jack Sparrow, Will Jim Cage, will be in action. And I think it's the worst decision he's ever made in his entire life. But hey, kudos to Max Stone. Oh, I oh, hope he tears I, his that hand is off. something, Mister Brad. That is something we can agree on. I do not think it's a good idea. It is not a good idea because Max Stone will hurt him. I I just see that now. I see that. Well, I, I hope particularly that he slaps that stupid mustache off of William's face right now. <laughs> I, he he looks like so. he should be in film from the 70s. He, no, he is Captain Jack Sparrow uh, <laughs> from Pirates of the Caribbean. But that's just that's my opinion. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I hate to agree with you, Alex. I really do because I, I don't like you. And uh, oh, I never have. It is okay. And... Um, I wish you would have been lost in the Cold War, but uh, you know, 
Uh, anyway, can we move on? Yes, we can move on. How about your prediction for the tag team title match? The Dirty Little Gang versus Lethal Injection. Dirty Little Dave brings 40 years of experience into this matchup defending his ASWF tag team titles. See, that is one that is hard to predict. Because, as you say, he has 40 years. But Dirty Little Gang does not stop at just Dave. That is Slam. That is other guys that I do not know their names. But I know there is more than just them two. But then they also have the, the, the Holly girl outside. She distract people, blah, blah, blah. But you have the lethal injection, the young, upcoming, high-octane thingamajiggers. I do not, I, I have, I am at a loss for the words. They are a very exciting team and have done a lot in a short time. But, as you say, you have Dirty Little Gang experience, so it is toss-up. But I would, I am saying, I believe the Little Injection will come out as the winners. I got, I got to say something, Michael. Does this Alex guy like the boys' Lethal Injection? Is that what you, is that what he's saying? He really likes the kids. Is there something to do with what him? What I told you about that? <laughs> I am happily married. Thank you very much. To a woman. Happily next. To a woman. Good grief. What's his name? Good You're not assume anything about me. That is in, that is that is a political uh, incorrectness or something like that. What what, what, was, what you said he was married to? What's his name? Her name is not important. Oh, to oh, you. I think his name. I'm sorry. Yes, your double J. I will kick you. <laughs> well, uh, Alex, I got to ask you, this one's a kind of toss-up for me. The Evolution title ladder match, the Hall of Famer looking to go to be the first Grand Slam, or the, excuse me, only the second Grand Slam champion in ASWF's history, save for Austin Lane, who I think Double J just threw up in his mouth when I mentioned that name. Uh, Ray Ray <laughs> taking on the current champion, Insane Shane. Oh, this is easy one. The Ray Ray will win because he is fighting a child. I mean, you know, the ASWF is allowing this little boy to get in there and climb ladder? I mean, this this does not make sense to me. Is there not child <laughs> liberals? I, I mean, that, that is just, like that, that is easy. I, I mean, the Ray Ray has been wrestling longer than the Shane has been alive. I just don't get it. But to each his own, you know, if you want to see a child get beat up by some some guy, you know, I mean, that is not my favorite thing to see. Brad, do you that have any thoughts yeah, Michael. Well, first of all, I got lost because he's butchered the English language. Absolutely worse than June twelfth of nineteen ninety four, but um, please, uh, it's a reference you wouldn't understand. Uh, go back to the Kremlin. Um, Obviously, I do not. Anyways, moving on now. Is, what, what did he say? He said, "Ray, Michael, you, Ray you can, was you can, you can, Oh. Ray Ray's absolute. Dude, Ray Ray's gonna climb the ladder, 
he's going to jump off the ladder. He's going to get up and he's going to do it again. And then he's probably going to do it again and probably going to do it again. And then one more time probably. And then he'll just reach up there and take that title and be done with it. I want I to mean, see the ring through I like when you slap the guy in the chest. That looks very painful. And it would probably collapse that child's uh, chest plate. Let me tell you. Um, let me tell you from experience, it's not much fun. Uh, you experience the railway? That is disturbing, Michael Bananahans. Very disturbing. I've experienced, I've experienced Ray Ray smacking me around a few times, and it is. Oh, it, 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 it's I do not want to. He- I do not want to hear about what y'all do in your spare time. That is not what I am here to talk about. Okay. That is not not good. Not good at all. Well, <laughs> I make come, fun of the Michael. <laughs> we've finally come, Alex, to what's being dubbed as the biggest uh, main event in ASWF 19 years. The fatal four-way for the ASWF Heavyweight Championship. Ooh. Cataclysm, the odds-on favorite from the fans. Going to take on and defend against Deadly Dale, Lee Michaels, and the young upstart in the wild card in all this, Leo Keegan. And Leo has the added, you know, the added oomph of Cataclysm attacking him. The added, you know, fuel to his fire, so to speak. That is very, very difficult to 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 comprehend. Um, who will win that match? Being that it is a four-way, there is, is Cataclysm does not even have to be pinned for someone else to win. So there is no favorite in this match, unless you bring in. Um, unless you bring in, you you talk about it's being four-way. That means no disqualifications. That means weapons can be involved. Yes. Is that correct, Mr. Brad? There's no DQ. There's anything goes. That right there means weapons. That means torture. That means hardcore. And who does that favor? Huh? That favors the Deadly Dale guy. The the crazy guy. I watch him in the, the King of Deathmatch and Prince of Deathmatch tournaments. I watched this guy do hardcore stuff. That guy, you talk about the Leo and the Cataclysm being crazy, that guy is legitimately crazy. I am t- That guy scares me more than anybody. I, that, that is just bottom line. But on the other hand, you talk about earlier, you talk about the Lee Michaels thriving on this type of environment. I mean, he is the only guy under six foot tall in this match. He is little guy. But that is, could could take other big guys, that could take them by surprise. But I still, I must go with the Deadly Dale. That guy is going to hurt someone. Easily, easily. Very good, yes. Oh, I can guarantee you for sure that the, uh, the over-under on, Deadly Dale hurting people is probably 
four out of four, including himself. He will hurt everybody. I watched. I watched that guy walk on walk on thumbtacks barefoot. Barefoot. Why would you do that? That is just insane. And I don't mean because deadly. Because deadly Dale is insane, Brad. What do you? What, how do you handicap this fatal four way? <laughs> well, you <laughs> you throw cataclysm in there, and it's handicapping. Oh wait, you're talking about a different handicap. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, you got the infamous match at at the what was it J JCW with the Necromancer or Butcher and Ooh, Necro Necro Butcher, Butcher and and Necro Butcher and Deadly Dale, where he not only walked on thumbtacks, he was. Like suplexed into thumbtacks, he was hit with light bulbs. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, light bulbs, <laughs> barbed wire, all sorts of stuff. I mean, if if you can get hit with it or you can hit somebody with it, Deadly Dale's either he's done both. So he's got to be a favorite in this match, especially when you throw all the rules out the window and you open it up to Deadly Dale is liable to pick the building up and hit somebody with it. He's crazy. He's absolutely also- insane. You also have to throw into uh, the account. Remember um, last year when the the cataclysm and hypnotic beat up Dale and forced him to quit for a while. There is history there. Dale Dale has yet to get his hands on cataclysm. So there is is that is something that Dale has been looking forward to, in my opinion. Well. Well, Alex, I, yep. I, I'm sure you listen to the show. I know you listen to the show. Yeah. And I yeah. brought that up to Cataclysm a couple of weeks ago when I had the misfortunes of speaking with him. Um, and usually I deal with his agent because I don't want him anywhere near me. He's a psycho. But uh, he, I had him on I the phone. I think he would eat your soul. He probably would. He's crazy. He's now, have you seen him? Yeah. The light bulb... Uh, is on, but I don't think anybody's at home. But anyway, I asked him about that because I remember that he was one of the members of the Manai when it started. And the whole casket match and the hypnotic situation and all of that situation, and all of a sudden, Deadly Dale is now an outcast in a group that he had a little hand in starting. So he's going to be mad. I asked Cataclysm, I said, Cataclysm, are you worried about it? And he goes, no, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it at all. And I can't imitate how Cataclysm talks because he's crazy. I was going to say, does he have accent? He's crazy. I don't know what he has. He has something, but it sure ain't common he has, sense. He has screw loose, <laughs> yes? Uh, he, he has no screw to babble. Who's hell he's missing half the boards of his ship? He's nuts. So, yeah. so I think the two that need to be the, the two that need to fear the most here, well, actually the one because I've seen, you know, Leo Keegan's kind of got this darkish side to him as I've been reading on Facebook and and uh, some of his other stuff. But Lee Michaels is going in here as as decorated as Lee Michaels is and as hungry as he is for an, another shot at that title. I'm telling you right now, he is in there with three animals. I mean, we're talking some biblical stuff here. But if you go back to the biblical times, <laughs> David threw, versus Goliath, versus Goliath, versus Goliath. <laughs> well, I was thinking more of Daniel in the lion's den when Mr. Daniel walked out of the lion's den and had tamed them all. So there's a chance Lee Michaels could go 
and win this thing. I mean, it is a who's who. And, Alex, I know you hate me, and, and you don't have much respect for me, but, sir, you have to say that I have created one of the best matches in ASWF history by putting this four-way together. Absolutely great. Well, I I can agree to disagree because the the one half you create, but the other half was not created by you. You create you well, did one debatable. triple threat, but then someone else did the other triple threat that put these people in there. I don't really remember who did what, but I know you had a hand in it. So I give you credit for that. Uh, See. I told you. I told you, Michael. I am the greatest thing ever to happen to ASWF from a commissioner standpoint. Bottom well, line. that well, is I debatable. Mean, <laughs> hey, first of all, Alex, is, you better watch out. Siri is right over there around the corner. Hey, Alex. Serious coming. Yeah. You might want to grab your AK-47 and get back to war. That's all I'm saying. I do not own guns. I do not own guns. I cannot get permit. Well, get your get your get your uh, slingshot or whatever it is, and I think your internet's I have, beeping. I think you're done. I have airsoft. I have airsoft rifle. You should be plastic pellets. You get rid of the goats. Yes, I get. I we get it. Uh, okay, we get it. Don't you have some vodka okay. to go drink or something? I have some right here. It is very good. This was Mountain Dew this time because I watched the NASCAR and I had to get the Mountain Dew so I could be like you guys. Now, you're never going to be like us, number one, and NASCAR is fitting for you because it seems like your brain only knows how to go fast and turn left. So we're done. NASCAR is easy to follow when you are drunk. He's making a left turn. (laughs) Yes, I watched the Pinchulicus guy. Michael, Michael, well, Michael. I wish you would. Michael, I really wish you would blow up like Ahmed. But... I have an announcement okay. to make. I found the okay. haterade. You found the haterade? I found the haterade. Yes, yes. I talked to the Action Jackson, and he sent me some. It is not that good, though. It is not it very is. good at all. No, no. It tastes like, like if you mix sour milk with rum. It is not good at all. He still will not give me oh. one of the backpack thingies. That does set for oh, you, though. Oh, he won't give you a camel back? Well, those no, are he will not give me that. Those yes, are they are ready. Oh, I'm not sure. But I am also, I am starting Facebook page for for myself. For my these people that listen to show, I will help promote your show, the Aftermath show. Are you good with that? Absolutely. We we will also give you a follow and we'll uh you know, we'll obviously let you have your time on Aftermath every week and we'll give you guys a follow and you know, be promoting you as well, Alex. Well I appreciate that. But this is past my bedtime now. I must go and uh, go to sleep because I am tired and Brad has has bothered me. He he makes fun of me, and I do not like that. He he gets into my safe space, and I am not happy. Uh, okay, Alex, we will talk at you next week as we get ready for the anniversary show. We hope you have a good one, brother. 
I will see you there. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Michael Carnahan, I want you to I want you to understand something. I want you to understand. I want you to answer me a question, okay? In Go regards to Alex. Now we talked about Ray Ray, right? We know that Ray Ray has this fascination with unicorns, right? Okay. So let me ask you this. <laughs> what is the difference between a unicorn and a smart Russian? What is it? There is no difference. They're both fictional characters. Oh, Lord. Just saying. After listening, I feel so much dumber for having listened to that. Double J, I'm sorry that Michael subjected both of our superior. Is is that the word? I think that is the word. Shut up. That's the word. Shut up. I don't Why think do you he even, understood the Does word, he even have a green card to come on the show? Man, oh, I just don't know if I just think I just think that's I think that's Norman. No. Norman had more intelligence than that guy. Norman chose you as a manager. Hello. Wow. That can't believe this guy. You just I have, I have, I, I have phone. I have you, government phone that has very limited internet. I think that is the word internet. I look at the Instagrams with the shut up, dude. Shut up. You lost the Cold War. You you can't eat. Your country's done broken up a hundred different pieces, and you your your president's named after flatulence. I'm done with Alex. I'm done. Well, Brad, we're getting down to the end here. I'm going to go ahead and let you have Is that what they always tell you, Michael, at the very end of the day? They're right. Michael, you're so short at the end of the day. <laughs> Usually they're like, you Michael, your peanuts are over there in the corner. Take them and, and get out of here. Dumbo. Unfortunately and, re- unfortunately and regrettably, and I know I'm going to regret this, against my better judgment, I'm going to let you have the final word, co-commissioner, on this week's episode of Aftermath. So get us ready for this Saturday night, co-commissioner. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. Get ready this Saturday night, March 31st, for the best. I said the best in wrestling in the Mid-South. You're going to have an action-packed card, Deadly Dale versus Lee Michaels. You're going to have Cataclysm versus Leo Keegan, not to mention – a few surprises that uh, may be in store, but I won't go any further than that. All I'm going to tell you, like they say all the time, it's only, what, five bucks for a seat, but you're really not going to need it because you're going to be standing up the whole time. Do not miss this weekend, bell time, 7 o'clock, what is it, 201 Highway 367 North in Tuckerman, Arkansas, the Valiant Arena. You can come see me, Double J, the future tag team champion, evolution champion, heavyweight champion. Hell, he could be the future Mr. ASWF with the golden ticket. Mark Wolf's going to be in the building. Will Mike Anthony show up? Mark Wolf's called him out. Will he show up? I think he might. I don't know Mike Anthony to run away from a whole lot of issues. I think, Double J, you better get your guy ready because I think you are going to see uh, Mike Anthony this weekend. But, hey, 
It'll just be another victim, another number in the body count that Mark Wolf leaves behind on his road to whatever path he chooses with that golden ticket. And with that being said, y'all have already paid for uh, my time, so I'm going to give you a little bonus feature here and say if you're not there, well, then you're missing out on all the action. So I'll see you gentlemen. Well, I'll see you, Double J, and your little whatever he is, co-host of this show, Michael Carnahan. I I don't want to see you, but I already called RC Liberty's book. So come on down to the 31st and call the show. We'll see y'all later. I'll be the last one standing.